Well, it's a dynamic duo, we'll be back again. Nothing about the DJ, you better pack it in. You're lacking sense. Trying to tangle with us, scoop up a big black booties in the back of the bus to smack you. You're stealing your lunch, money to search. Ready to feel like just a touch. Only by the end of the day, that's understandable. What can I say? You got strong man to be. Mind, mind, I was going to do heaps of research for this and then realise that it, Did it help? hasn't helped me <laughs> ever before, so why start now? You've won the last two years and also, how the fuck, who knows anything about anything? Yeah, but that wasn't through, that wasn't through exhaustive research and-, and um, and skill. No, that was through the suns getting good at last. That was basically it. You kept picking the suns, and the suns kept being good. Yeah, that's right. So now homerism, what's your plan? Got, homerism got me home. Yes. Now your plan's completely fucked because we're talking about the suns, who of course got beaten by the Adelaide 36ers. <laughs> Can we all point and laugh just for a little bit? I know it's done, but <laughs> pretty funny. I mean, of course it's funny. First time that the NBA team's been beaten by an overseas side no. since like 96 or something like I, that, is it? I, yeah. No. Is it? Or was it 06? No, no, a non-European overseas side, oh, I think it yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to put that qualifier in. Yeah, pretty funny though. Like, I mean, was it even your, how many people did you have in in that game? Was it just your G League side? I mean, it's pre-season. Who cares? Yeah, no, I think I think the, the, the starters were up handily at halftime and it was the third string guys and uh the thirty sixes hit fifty two percent from three. Yeah. <laughs> on on a on a rate like I think they I think they shot more three pointers than any NBA side shot last year. So sure. <laughs> Go crazy. Yeah, why not? Feasible. Yeah. Yeah. For Craig Randall the second God knows what the first one would have done. Recorded the game high thirty-five points, nine from seventeen from beyond the arc, and he's still playing for Adelaide because it's not like anybody went for yeah. him. He tried to buy him out in the interim. Mm-hmm. That's pretty funny, but you know, someone's got to lose. Yeah, embarrassingly, and it may as well be your guys. Someone's got to lose, and it may as well be somebody. That pretty much is the philosophy of the uh, Bulls podcast. Wins, uh-huh. Paul. Uh, I hate to burst the bubble, but you—you you were actually. I'm just looking at the game score now. Yeah, you were down by. 12 at half time and you actually outscored oh, okay. well, that, yeah. I think that when, whenever their starters left the game they were up I think was the it looks like that was about the third minute <laughs> that, that's how all games should play they should only play until the starters leave and then, and then basically just, just pad yeah. for fucking just, it, it might just have Mark Larkham come in and talk through the white rain delay for you oh how has I, I just watched the, seen any of it I've watched wet. the last 20 laps like I do every year and um did see Craig Lowndes doing a bit of a renovation on the infield yesterday, and that was- you are in New South Wales. You can see what the weather is like. It is like that. Oh, it's fine. No, it's fine here. We're we're good. They're a bit overcast, but all good. How many all times has it flooded in the last year? Well, yeah, but not right now, thankfully. So <laughs> <laughs> give it What's give it a week or so. It's not currently flooding. Yes, yeah, New South flooded. Wales. Yeah, and like like Beta said, Sydney not currently in the ocean, but give it a year or so. Yeah. It's got enough ocean surrounding it. I was attempting to do a seamless intro to the Bulls podcast, Winspool, but um, 
why should we bother being a seamless intro? It's not like we've, we've done this before and have any kind of professional fucking uh, why skills to it. No. Uh, have you got year, theme music lined up? Theme music? Yeah, yeah but not, not for pl- to play it in live, obviously. We're not oh, that yes. way. Not well, but we don't have a fucking soundboard. We're not breakfast radio. Hey, hey. The secret sound <laughs> should, is- should you add some boings in here or maybe some, <laughs> yes. you know, squeezy horns? Yes. Don't hate the machine. <laughs> yes. The secret sound is a tank reversing over most of the bottom of the Western Conference. Um, each year, Bezo, Adam and I, for it is us three, the three teammates who uh, probably won't end up punching each other in the face before the end of this season. <laughs> <laughs> Has thrown has thrown a bit of a spanner into the works that I, I have feel, to say. I, we'll probably talk to that when we get to that that particular team. But um, it'd be interesting mm. to see whether that turns out to be like a, a very short term issue that that you look back at the end of the season and go, remember when that was a concern? Or we kind of mark this as that was the point, you know, and suddenly the stunt goes horribly <laughs> wrong, wrong, kind of thing. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so each each year, Bezo, Adam, and myself uh, draft the teams of the East and the Western Conference, and uh, the dude whose teams win the most games uh, wins a, a bet that we never actually settle uh, in any kind of prompt way because we see each other maybe once every two years. Think, so it becomes very difficult I to settle these bets. The, I think that's part of the bit now, isn't it? Yeah, Just, pretty you, much. You have, you, you have to wait for at least two years until yeah. you're paid. Yeah, you, you do. You do. Well, you know. You know, if they wouldn't it's keep immigration law shutting allows, borders uh, and all kinds yeah, of fun yeah, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. Um so the last two years, after after me winning it for the first four or five years we did this, uh, Bezos actually won the last two years, so he's run into a little bit of form. And uh, as as we were discussing uh, before we pressed record, uh, this probably has a little bit less to do with Bezos becoming a sudden genius and more to do with the fact that he just kept picking the Suns and the Suns actually got good at last. Well, I was going to say, even the other side that, that did well for me last year was the Celtics. <laughs> I don't know what you can rely on them to be... <laughs> To be uh, a stable winning force this year, either, and and much like the Suns, if they are a stable winning force, are you going to feel that good about being on their side? Because it's been pretty mm. murky in their particular in their particular chateau uh, over the off season. But um, one thing we can rely upon so far is uh, Adam to finish last, and he, he mm-hmm. has done in the last couple of years. Uh, normally, we settle the, uh, the who gets to pick first by a. A virtual t- coin toss, but I was going to suggest we just give it to the dude who finished last and let th- let them pick. Sounds good to me. Whether they want to go first in the east, first in the west, or second in both conferences. Oh, you guys are so nice. I like it's nice to win something, even if it's default. The two greatest words in the English language. Thank you, Hamish. Default, default. Um, so yes, I will uh, learn from my mistakes. Uh, I will, you know, really try to focus my energy on doing something completely different this year and go second. So you're going to pick second in oh, both interesting. In both conferences. That's what I did last year and it went so well. So well. I, do, I, think- I was going to say, I look forward to you taking an LA team to, at number two. Well, the thing is, I did actually, I think a year or two ago, I did actually try and figure out whether it was better to go first in one conference and, and therefore third in the other, or whether it was better to be the second. I think very marginally on the data, it was better to go second because that avoided you getting the absolute worst team in whatever conference. Yes, but that was before they evened the out the, the tank lottery. So now if you finish mm. anywhere in the bottom three, you get roughly the same odds. Of, so it's it's not as though the, the team that finishes last now is often not 
over and above worse than everybody who, uh, you know, the team that finishes second last, if that makes sense. Mm. I've been listening to a lot of over-under pods this week and um, someone said- You said you hadn't done any, yeah, you hadn't done any bloody research. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> um, liar. The, the, the thing that um, sort of came out was- uh, the the teams at the top and the teams at the like the, the actual wins are a lot more compressed now since mm. they changed the lottery odds. So yeah. you're not you're not getting lots of fifty five to sixty win teams, but you're also not getting any twelve win teams because there's no point. You know you can win five or six random games where you try really hard and knock you know knock someone off after a LA nightlife game and and it's not going to matter. Um, but the the thing about this year is I just don't think there's a clear team that's going to run away with either conference the way I've felt that there was last year. Like, I really felt like Milwaukee was going to run away with the conference last year. But they I didn't. just don't know whether there's that. They didn't know. Miami did. But I, I felt like there was. I really felt like the Suns. Well, run away is an interesting term because didn't they only, only won like 50, 50-odd games and, and won the Eastern Conference? Mm. Uh, Miami got 53. Yeah. Milwaukee got 51. So, but felt like it was 53, 51, 51, 51. Yeah. And that um, was a um, that was a Milwaukee team without Chris Middleton. Ooh. But we were saying this the other the last time I was on as well is that there's – there's no real. It's not you know big four, big three. Any there are all these teams that are sort of pushing the chips closer to the middle, and if everything goes right for them, and I mean even the Warriors last year was an example of that. That they really weren't expected to do anything, and even when they got to the finals, it was like nah, you know, it was it was the championship that probably no that no one really saw coming. You know, even though they're obviously great yeah. team and dynasties and all that sort of stuff, but if, you know. There would have been a lot of other teams like the Bucks or like you know all that sort of stuff that you would have put before them. And the Western Con- the, the Western Conference this year is a lot of teams is like they're really good, but but <laughs> you know there's a but for every team you know particularly the um, Heat because they got Cole Lowry. The, the, it's just not clear cut anywhere. Because <laughs> <laughs> yes. he's got massive cakes. Uh, but do I choose very good. second first or do we just? <laughs> No, you, you get no. I, I think that it goes to the um, that it goes to the next person down the list to decide um, which which who they are going to pick. For. That's right. So uh, are you and I going to draw for it, Bezel, or do I get to or I get to go? Sure. Given that I came second, or does, the, or does the winner get to choose where they? Well, how about Adam picks the conference and and All right, then, you decide whether you want to go one and th- one or three. I'm comfortable with that. Well, we've done. I think we've done the East first for the last forever. Because it's alphabetical. I'm, in, I'm not sure. Yeah, so let's go the West right. this time first, just just for to you know for something to be karmically different for me to not come a hundred points last, <laughs> I only come fifty points last this time. So we're going, we're going. Have all- you got your voodoo dolls out as well? <laughs> <laughs> so we. No, I've used all those pins a long time ago. It's just yeah, during his punk phase, he was putting it through his ears and his nose. So we are going. Right, we are going the Western Conference first. I will pick third in the Western Conference, I think. Ah, oh, damn it. I knew you were going to do this. Uh, <sighs> hang on. Let me, just pull, let me just pull up the Lakers stats for the, the year. Ready? You're okay? Okay, Bees, you're up. Actually, I should have got... No, no that doesn't matter. Right. Um, this is really hard. I'm going to take the Denver Nuggets. Two I had at number one as well. It, it, the, 
Yeah. That, that should strike fear into you, though, rather than actual joy. <laughs> well, the thing is that they got, they they won 48 games last year with basically a whole bunch of bench guys, the dude that should be their fourth best player and playing a really, like a completely different role. It's not that he's not a good player. It's just that he, he's not... He's not a number two, you know. He's not a scorer. No. He, he he's the guy that glues the rest of the side together. Not not you know doesn't make the side go. And they still won forty eight games. And I think their bench, I think their their complementary pieces got heaps better. I think they actually sort of looked around and went, we need some different guys around Jokic to to make this go. Um, it's a good side on paper. They're all there. Like I know, I know that the two yeah. of them, like they're, they're a bit injured at the moment. But could, be, could, could also could also finish sixth quite easily again. I reckon. Uh, but then the thing is that, like, I'm I'm running through the rest of the teams, and I, I could make an argument for all of the teams that I wanted to pick first to finish sixth quite easily. So. <laughs> You know, flip a coin and and have a go. And I just, I just really want to see Denver do well. I re- like that's the side I think I would get the most enjoyment out of um, topping the Western Conference. So that's that's how I sort of made that pick. Yeah, oh, it's a, it's a good side. I mean, and Jokic is the the reigning MVP. I guess, yeah, he has to be the favourite. Yeah, the, and and the, and the favourite to do yeah. it again. Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr. Yeah, th- there is there's a lot going for them. Hey, 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 hey! Don't forget the most important person on that side. Thank you very no, much. No, Del- Delhi's not playing for them. Bones Highland, man. Oh, Bones on this. Bones Highland. That's the one. They do have an Aussie guy playing for them, actually, who's uh, just a uh, you know just a sharpshooter. So he should see some minutes, just you know, raining threes. Because that's that's the other thing is they you know they needed a few more guys to just sit out on the corners and and bomb threes away while Yoshi. Jokic slings them passes. So I just think they're a better constructed side this year. And obviously getting Murray and, and Porter back makes a big difference in that. But um, I, I think they've sort of done some smart things around the fringes. So it's a... It's this is a, a regular season comp and they are going to be regular season monsters. Yeah. They're going to get a lot of wins um, at altitude on the, on back-to-backs and things like that. And, and it's going to serve them quite yeah. well. Yeah, there'll just be some nights where teams will be tired and come in and they just won't be able to cope with Jokic's yeah. game. They've, so. they've just played in Portland and now they're playing in Denver sort of shit. Yep. Yeah. All right. Who you got, Adam, at number two? Oh, I, had, I had this settled, actually, and, I, and, and then I just sort of looked through the team again. I, I think you and I have made terrible decisions. I think you shouldn't have gone second and I definitely yeah, shouldn't I have gone, gone third, third in the list. I would have picked Denver as well. I really would have picked Denver. Well, now that I look and at I'm, my notes, I'm, I think I probably should have picked up Denver as well. So if Denver finished sixth on the back of, you know, Jokic playing 30 games and, you know, dislocating his ass, then, then we know that we probably made the right decision. Um, there's, there's three sides here and one of them I mean, there, there's 14 the technically. Well, but there's three sides I've got in a row here and I'm just flipping. Oh. I'll do Utah, Utah were really good last year, mate. You should have they a look were, at them. Also, they were so good. Um and never, and as it got to this point last year, I said never bet against LeBron. And <laughs> Come um, on, do it. I'm this going to pick a side from uh, from California and pick. Um, no, I'm going to pick the Warriors. Oh, okay. So this is where we get to do, uh, to de- and, decide. And this, is, this, is- this is where we can have our chat about. Um, so, how important is it not 
to just walk up punch and some guy in the head. Apparently, uninstigated, just just start a fight with someone and punch them in the head if they're your teammate. And also, if you are, you and he are the only two guys who are out of contract mm. this well, year. And not only that, but you're you're so you're nominally you're kind of the, the, the elder statesman, the the glue guy that holds the team together. You know, you're the you're the culture yeah. guy. You're the you're the the leader in the clubhouse. You're the big brother. You're the one that puts the arms around. Like, how can he? How can he play that role? Marcus Thompson wrote a really, really good piece about yeah. about that, and it was Just like ripping it. How the fuck do you come back from this? Because you literally, well, the I, reason I, we have you is 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 to not do that. You know, to do the opposite of what that was. Well, I kind of wonder even you because look, they won a championship last year, obviously, and I'm not sure that Draymond really had the effect on it that he may well have told everybody that he did. Like yeah, he, he was there he was their fourth best player. Yeah. He was important in key spots though. And when he yeah. wasn't playing well, that was their lowest moment. Yeah, I guess and maybe but, but, Okay, so so here's here's the thing. Is he more important going forward or is Wiggins more important going forward? Well, is Poole, is Poole more important going forward? Well, then, then, yeah. and it's, it's Jordan Poole, I sort of think, you maybe is the one that might sort of want to sort of say, hey, I want to be the next guy at this team. You know, he, uh, you know, maybe that's what he's, maybe that's where it's coming about. Maybe he's trying to assert himself more, and that's why Draymond sees him oh, and punches sure. him in the head. He's, he, like, he's 23, though. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's what 23-year-olds do. He's an entire generation um, behind. He's yeah. coming Look, for the, the young the, 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 young people's stuff. That's what it's for. That's that's what his job is. The, the whole point, the whole point of Draymond, right? Though, is to try and is he's the one that's supposed to temper that and turn him into a culture guy to turn him in, to help turn him into Steph. But he and has no control of his own temper his anyway. Head. We know this. But maybe it's yeah. Steph that is, is sort of is turning this guy into Steph because they seem to work pretty well. Like you know, when they, when they were on and when they were together, it worked very very well. Um, his defence is obviously nowhere near Draymond's, but I would suggest that Draymond was more interested in getting fouls towards the end of the, the year than perhaps getting you know total defence. I mean, he, I don't know. Look, there, there are two other sides. There are two other sides here that I probably should pick higher, but every time I should pick them, they. Are fucked. So what the hell? Yeah. I'm well, this, this is this is. Warriors, I mean, uh, God, don't play the Lakers. Oh my God! But there's there's a lot to like about Golden State. There, right? You got Steph, and Steph is basically you know Tim Duncan 2.0. Mm. You have a really smart front office. They got all these rookies that are that are high draft picks with another year in them. Wiggins has sort of gotten rid of his demons and. You can stop looking over his shoulder. Clay's got a proper preseason in for the first time in four years. Um, the only- maybe they trade Draymond to the Lakers for those two picks and just move on. <laughs> maybe, maybe, well, yeah, I don't know. But nah, they, they, they will, they'll trade Draymond to like Charlotte or fucking Orlando or somewhere, and then go around punching me- fucking Lumello in the face and shit or something like that. The only thing that worries me about it is that they've kind of proved that they don't need to be top of the West to win. Like they did, that, that. and that's and that's my point, right? Yeah, back in the days, perhaps, but I think now this this team runs on a much thinner margin than it used. You know, the team. But where did they come from last year? They they came from what? Were they third? Third? Oh, okay. Yeah, they well, went that third. far back, and they, they have the third highest. Um, looking at the at the Vegas over under numbers, because um, mm. I have the Vegas over under numbers, yes, and I have the ESPN projections, and I looked at both of them. 
and then I threw them all in the bin and just yeah. and I'm just going to pick on, on basically gut feel and and, yeah. and and vibes and Marbo, but they have they have the third best third highest over under projection <laughs> by Vegas. Yes. So I mean part and part of that is probably inflated by people betting the line, but you know they're expecting them to win you know fifty two games and that's more than the Nuggets for example. Uh, for a lot of those, uh, the, 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 the loss numbers. that I think hurts them the most, and I wanted to see where it comes is is Gary Payton coming like that yep. sort of real mongrel. Nah, I, I think I think they're two they're two rookies. They believe that those guys have enough yeah. to, defensive upside. Step up and, and make a difference. Yeah. yeah so anyway, well, I'll, I, I will take, the, war- I will take the Warriors because it uh, again because I enjoy watching them play, and that seemed to work okay too last year. And why well, not? yeah, that was that was my strategy last year was to pick teams that I actually wanted to wanted to see succeed. Yes, and I'm going to throw that plan completely in the bin by picking the Suns at three. Okay, because this is a troubled, fucked up team run by a complete prick mm. uh, whose uh, young big man hates his coach and vice versa, and they haven't spoken to each other since uh, the ca- yeah. catastrophic game seven. Um, but having said all that. They won. They won, they won like sixty-four games, games yeah. last year, <laughs> and they were yeah. and they were the other side. Like I mean, obviously, and, uh, <laughs> and their over/under is like fifty-three games. So it's like they have to suck a lot to to not still be the top. Now the Chris they, Paul they could, bandwagon will fall apart eventually, but they it, could win, they could have won seven games less last year and still top the West. Yeah, that's a lot of games. Yeah, and then it just comes down to that they they have a lot of margin. Yeah, and, and they're well they're for all their flaws that. Chaos. You know, are easily exposed. They're just they're a really well run regular season team, right? Yeah. They run their sets. They know exactly what they're doing. And unless Aiton absolutely gets the sulks and and refuses to do his job, which it doesn't seem to be his attitude. His attitude seems to be, I'm just going to rock up and do my job until I can get traded. Yeah. Um, yeah, anything he does is only going to increase his worth. Not. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, and and this is the thing is they might get. A Steve Ballmer type owner halfway through the season who goes right, let's you know, let's get crazy and do something completely out of the box. Yeah, you, you just don't know. The, the team, the team, like you know, <laughs> the team situation is only going to improve. The the yeah. Aiton Monty Williams relationship, I don't think that's going to improve. That, that really, like, and here we go because I'm gonna I'm gonna lean into the cliche of the Boyles podcast, but man. What sort of coach doesn't bring his player in that situation in the whole of the off season? I just that just baffled me. Like that that is that is something that would get talked about in like amateur coaching circles, let alone in professional coaching circles. Like pick the phone up and text the dude something. Unless but unless have- Monty Williams genuinely expected him to not be there. Like all the signals yeah, he was getting from the front office was that this guy's not coming back. Yeah, the guy's not going to turn up to training camp. Yeah, I guess so. Like the only one worse. But, but, than but it was that a restricted was, um, free agency situation. It, I mean, the Suns were always going to match because otherwise the dude walks for nothing and you get nothing back. You have to match. And, and I always just like, like I always just assume that you're going to have a player. Like even if you, you know, you coach him right up to the point that he's gone, <laughs> sort of thing. Yeah. Um, Otherwise, you're only just. And yeah. look, if he doesn't want to return your phone calls, then that's fair enough. Like the dude can be pissed off, but your your job is literally to try and build the bridge, right? Yeah. 
Um, the only one more more baffling than the you eight. You build the one, bridge, and he, and he blows it up like that one in the Crimea. Uh, was the was the uh, the guy that what's um Christian Wood who went to the the Mavericks and then found out at training camp that he wasn't going to be starting. Yeah, because I always news to me. It, it's. It's been in the news for like last three months, dude. Really? Ah, oh, Javale's starting. Okay, uh, I hadn't heard that. <laughs> I mean, but if why would you look at the basketball news in the basketball off season? Mm. I mean, I don't blame him for not doing that. Yeah, that's a very good point. Maybe, but maybe have a few words to his manager, however, about that. Yeah, I, I think I think the agency might be getting a few grumpy calls. <laughs> uh, but so yeah. you're picking at four. <sighs> look. I, I'm trying to, there's but I can't. Like, I can only. I can only see the internet. I can't see you. There, there's like the smart analytics pick. There's my high upside pick, and then there's the I, I believe in the coaching pick. I'm going to go with the I believe. I'm going to. I'm going to stick to my brand. I'm going to believe in the I believe in the coaching pick, and I'm going to take the Grizzlies at four. You, you just described my next three teams. So thanks for that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um it it seems like um, their injuries are not going to be as bad as was first projected. Um, it looks like Jackson's going to be back way earlier than I thought. Um, the guys that they traded, I sort of feel a little bit like Golden State where if they've traded those guys or let those guys walk, that's because they believe they've got second-year players or rookies that are ready to, to, to step up into those positions. And... Every single time they've proven that their in-house development's been up to up to scratch to fill those holes, and Jar's just awesome and knows that he's awesome. Um, so yeah, I'll go the Grizz. Yeah, that's where I thought you'd go. That's where I probably that's where Hart or Head would have gone on my list here anyway. So they they haven't had any. They had one loss over the in terms of players over the over the off season, didn't they? And I can't remember. No, they lost. No, they they, they traded um, their backup point guard to Philly. Slomo went to the Timberwolves. Yeah, it's only it's only small bits and pieces. It's not it's not cool. Yeah, it's it's not it's none of their starters. They didn't lose any of their starters. So, um, and they are itching to have another it's, crack at it's the more, dubs. It's more it's more tri- it's more triple J being out for mm. the a, first ten a bit games longer, yeah. that was worrying me. And 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 originally he was going to be out until. Like Christmas, and I was like, "Yeah, that's a bit dicey." But it doesn't seem like it's. It seems like he'll be about back a lot quicker than they thought. So but they have know, a habit of that, that's of, a- of playing really well without key important players. I mean, they they had yeah, a ridiculously well, good like, record without Jar Morant last year. Yeah, I think Jar missed thirty games last year. Like, and they still got fifty six wins. So. Wins, yeah, it's just it's amazing. I thought they were like, like seventeen and four or something in some stretch. They got they had without Jar. So yeah, yeah. Well, well, coach team. Jar bless. All right, here you got Adam. Well, again, here we are, head versus heart, and whether I just feel like throwing caution to the wind, and uh, if you're feeling like if you're gonna if you're gonna put uh, music behind any of these, um, Doc, uh, how soon is now might be a good one for this one. I'm gonna pick the Pels because. Oh wow! That, that's that's that was going to be my value pick. Yeah, that was going to be my value pick. This is my value pick. Um, this is my. Uh, if, this it, if it goes this well, isn't value. This is this is a this is a well market overpay. I just if, if well, let's put it this way: if it doesn't happen this year, it's never going to happen. If if Zion yeah, doesn't get valid. on the court, if the you know if Zion doesn't get on the court or he doesn't have the impact, then he's pretty much 
trucked. I mean, he'll have right. an impact. It's just whether it'll be on the floorboards or whether it'll <laughs> be on the scoring sheet. Yes, that's right. Whether it's he's just he's a bit chunky, folks. Yeah. He's no, he's looking. He is looking good. Yeah, and they, and they've had some, like they've got some depth, man. Um, like if if Daniel's pops like the way that he's looking, that he's going to, they're going to have a really really good second unit with um, you know Alvarado, Daniels, uh, you know, and then a mix of whoever their their starters they've got. That like that team is is suddenly because they've got young guys coming through that have sort of popped a little bit earlier than they thought. They're if if Zion plays sixty games, they're a deep team. Zion plays fifty they're games, really they'll still team. be good. And they were really good when Zion wasn't around last year when CJ was was driving the bus. That's yeah. been a dramatically like oh. the, CJ has made a genuine difference to that joint. Yeah, just in terms of the locker well, room mentality. And with a with a preseason but, but he, and all that, so like he sort of came in at the end of the thing and sort of tidied yeah. up the place and you know ran the broom over a couple of times. So right, let's let's make ourselves a decent basketball team, and it worked. Like it really did. They make the plan, or they almost like, didn't they? Yeah, no, no, they they played the Suns. They played yeah, Suns, and they pushed them hard too, didn't they? Like it wasn't it yeah. wasn't without um, Booker. Yeah, yeah. But still, you know, but I, that's still that's still pretty impressive. But yeah, look, if I'm ever if you're ever going to pick him, and I want to pick him because again, I just think a, a team with CJ, um, Zion, and you know Brandon Ingram and all that sort of stuff. If it works, it's going to be really fun to watch. And let's let's do it. Let's get in on them. There is another side that I probably head would tell me to pick here, and they'd be fun to watch too. But I'm I reckon you'll pick them right now. So I will take the Pels. The, the last thing about the Pels is um, CJ's probably going to be their third best player this year. And if CJ McCollum is your third best player on a side, that's a pretty fucking good side. Maybe five years ago, yeah. But now CJ, if CJ's yeah. your third best player, yeah, okay. He's not what did CJ give him last year? Like, what was his, what was it? Was he it sort gave of him a bit of veteran savvy. Did he give him twenty points a game? Uh, he, play, he, he didn't play well on the he didn't play well in the finals, but he was red hot. On no, he that wasn't run in the playoffs. The but finals. this isn't a playoff comp, so that doesn't really matter. Yeah, yeah, no, that's true. Go, go, pals. Uh, with the sixth pick in the Western Conference, I'm going to take the Los Angeles Clippers. Um, mm. This is a bet on the fact that even coasting along as they will inevitably do load managing themselves and all that other shit, optimizing themselves for the playoffs, they're still going to win 50-plus games, and that will games. be enough to be perform. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, uh, not no particularly argument. interesting, but Kawhi and Paul George are good at basketball, <laughs> and John Wall still has something left, possibly, and Steve Ballmer has a lot of money and a lot of enthusiasm. Uh, so I, th- I, th- I think, again, it's a bit like, you know, how soon is now. If they don't do the thing this year, um, your big sweaty man's going to start getting a little bit uh, agitated. I would have thought. Yeah, I think it'll it'll be a it'll be a bit of a tear down if they don't if they don't at least make the conference finals this mm. year. And look, that that side is good enough and deep enough that if those one of you know if those two do just don't get injured, they're probably going to make the conference finals because those two guys, when they're on, are, are that good. I mean, in twenty twenty two, twenty three, who what's a better one two punch than those two guys? Uh, assuming all the mm. uh, injuries done, I mean, there might be better individual players, like Jokic, Steph, but in terms of a one-two punch, and both sides of the ball too. Yes, like that's the other thing. They don't talk about and is re- it's not just good coaching. It's, it's not just decent front office. They don't really have a lot of all the resources. Yeah, just don't like watching them. 
No, <laughs> but I mean, big, that's the thing. I just can't. Yeah. Boring. Like I say, the, the idea that I've picked teams, you know, I'm picking teams that I actually want to see win. I've thrown that out this year. I'm just, I'm just going with a, going with a different strategy. <laughs> well, okay, so it's me again, isn't it? Mm. Yes. How and, did you guess? Because the last time you were really impressed. Uh, this one's tough, I, isn't it? I sort of can't. No, no, this one's. Oh, I think this is really easy, and I just can't believe that Lakers. we've got to seven. <laughs> we've got to seven, and. And we're picking the team that might have the MVP of the league this year, and I'm going to take Dallas because Luca's just that good. Yeah, they might um, have the MVP of the league, but who else? Who else? Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, uh, is everyone? This is, is your, this is your this is your argument. I listened back to last year's episode, and every time we'd make a pick, you'd go, "Yeah, but their two wings are like you know some guy from here and some guy from here." So yeah, who 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 else? Like. Spencer D. Well, uh, okay. Jamal <laughs> McGee. Well, uh, that, I just don't think it matters. In the regular season, I just think that Luca's just going to win enough games. I just don't think it matters. I think you'll be in that win enough like games seven. to make him seven. Yeah, but, I, but you don't want him to be at yeah. seven. You want him to be at three. Like, that's that's yeah. where you get your upside out of these guys. And I think, you know, yeah, maybe. I mean, look, all power to you. I, I agree. I think Luca is due a... I, I think he's sort of probably looked at um Gergich for the last couple of years and going, well I can do that too. You know, like that. Well they wasted thirty they wasted thirty games last year waiting for him to get fit. Yeah. I think they were like sixteen and fourteen before he got fit and then they just started smashing teams. Yeah. And he is fit. The he's un- fit well this he, year, he's in so. he's in I won't say he's in shape, but he's certainly in more of a shape um than yeah. he was previously. And, and, the only thing that worries me is that, you know, you could see him being gassed at the end of last year. I, I wonder, yeah, but like you said, this is a, this is a regular season award. Yeah. I, just, I think, and, and there are he, he might be I, but I wonder for whether he might only have fifty games in him, <laughs> and, we, and you yeah, go, possibly. I get him at the start of the year instead of the finish. And, and like we always might say, be, though, if, you know, if, he, if he, you know, his strength will be beating the shit out of sides, you know, down the bottom end of the of the conference, and. And all that sort of stuff, and then, you know that's where he's going to come into his own. Is that he probably will? And he's in a he's in a division that has the Spurs and the Rockets, uh, yes. in it. but also has the Pelicans and the um, and the Grizzles. So it's not all just you know tomato cans to beat the piss out of. Yeah, I, I, look, it, it's an interesting pick. Like I, I, I sort of agree that it's a long way down for them. I had them around there too. That's but- about that's about where I had them, just because that's where because I feel like they've got they've got a high variance. There's quite a few teams that have got a high variance. You just don't really know what they're going to do. I mean, they, fi- they finished they finished fourth last year. Sure. And I realised the West was a bit weaker last year, though. So I think six seven was is about right for them. There's another couple of teams that. Well, can I, it's my it's my. Yeah, pick. Like, I'm, I'm I'm glad you picked Dallas. Every every team has high you know upside and uh, you know a variance between their floor and their ceiling this year. At least in the sort of top nine. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you picked Dallas because I had them lower than the team that I'm going to pick, um, and I'm glad to get them. I'm going to take the Timber Puppies. Yeah, could, could could finish top three, I reckon, in the regular season, or could dramatically implode, like no. catastrophically, know, Chris, just completely Chris, just explode in a disgusting way. Chris Finch's Chris Finch's out of that Raptors coaching tree. I just don't see those. He he reminds me a bit, a little bit of Nick Nurse. I just can't see them underachieving that much. Coaching trees are bullshit. 
Ime Aduka was from Pop's <laughs> coaching tree, and you don't see Pop going around <laughs> cheating on friggin' he's, actresses. He's, he's just pruned just prune him, prune him out of the tree. <laughs> and let's not forget who our what is he? What will be is our four time or three time defensive player of the year? The, the tall timber and Rudy Gobert. I mean, who knows? Look, who I, knows? Like, I, I, mean, I, I Rudy I, Gobert, Carl re- Anthony Towns, tall timber, you know, twin attack is a. Interesting choice. That's going to require a lot. It's going to require more psychological coaching than it is going to require in X's and O's, I think. But it might just give him a bit more, just that little bit more D, maybe. I don't know. Like, it's... Heaps more. And and the the flip side, right, is Anthony Edwards is an awesome defender. And Rudy Gobert is looking at at Anthony Edwards and going, this is the best guard defender I've ever played with. Like... You know, when when they run a pick and roll, I'm actually going to have someone that's going to help me defend the pick and roll instead of just getting torched and leaving everything for me to do. I, 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 I'm completely the opposite. Like, everyone's like, oh, they're going to have the problems in the playoffs. I don't reckon they will. I, I, I think this side could be really, really good because I don't think it was necessarily Gobert's faults that why... Um, Utah imploded. Oh, I, I think it was the faults of the other players. I mean, I don't think he was blameless, but I don't think no, he was, no, he but, was the uh, most. But like everything gets pinned on, you know. Oh, we can't win in we can't win in the finals because Rudy can't defend. It's like, well, the, you guys are just getting. You know, Con- Conley was a turnstile. Mitchell was a turnstile. Conley's. It, old, it's very hard man. to. He's so yeah, old. Conley's. And they lost. Then they lost the lumbering lope of jingles as well. So. I mean, it's it was yeah. I mean, there wasn't there's nothing good about the jazz towards the end. Of there, it was. There's nothing good about jazz at all. We know that. It's just a whole bunch of fucking tooting and, and random noises. Except when it's Bones Highland. Bones Highland. Speaking of, of random noises that no one wants to hear, <laughs> Lakers fans. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take the Lakers at nine because I think they're going to win more. What? I think they're going to win more games than the Sacramento Kings. Wow. Okay. Oh, that that that's an interesting. I, 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 what you you think you think the teams below the Lakers are going to win more games than them? Well, I, I can think of at last. least yeah. one, but yeah. No, not that one. That one's not going to win shit. No, 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 the other one. Okay. No, there is no other one. <laughs> They're all well, terrible. Yeah. There's, there's, the bottom of the West is really bad this the, year. The, there's two. There's two teams that are trying to make the playoffs left, and then there's the teams that want Wemby. <laughs> Um, I, I've got to say congratulations. You get to watch Pat, Pat, Patrick. Bevel I have to say the Wemby, the Wemby chat's giving me the shits immensely. What? Like the whole every every team should fucking tank. You know. Oh no. Nice. Someone said you know every every team should tank. Even fucking even the Bucks. I'd personally drive Giannis to the airport to trade him for Wemby. Like, what? No. Can we? That was Andrew Sharp, formerly of the Ringer. Um, no. He can was, we just pump the brakes? Never, I mean, we've, we've on, heard all on. this before. He was never part we've of the ring. We've heard all this lane. shit about. Yeah, but he was originally uh, Grantland. Um, I've heard all this shit before about prospects that we can't miss. Yeah. They missed S- seven. We we can calm down about it. Oh, I, 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 what, what I hate about basketball fucking dialogue is that this obsession with what's next and what's coming and the potential, and we never actually fucking enjoy the stuff we've got in front of us. That's always really irritated me about the way that basketball talks about the, itself. The the thing is with him. I think if he if he stays healthy, he's a he is definitely a can't miss player. But the the history this is, of this is your man Victor Victor Wembanyama. Well, he did actually he, he successfully took out 
your boy Scoot Henderson, but with with a, attacked, attacked him with the, around the knees like Tonya Harding, which I thought how, was a, how, did he, how did he attack him down the knees? He wouldn't even be able to see that low, would he? So he <laughs> took his knees out. But the thing is that there's a massive history of seven-foot guys not doing that well with injuries. So, yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, sure, if you if you're Houston or uh, the Jazz, tank away. Like, you're not you're not going to win yeah. the you're not in the in the running anyway. So why not get the hope of having him? But but you've only got a forty percent chance of, of yeah, getting him. And I think the point is that it's not it's not the single singular friggin' amazing prospect. It needs to be a number of them to make it worthwhile. Yeah. Tanking. Can I um can I mention the the elephant hurt in the room here? Um, Russell Westbrook, Patrick Beverly discussed. They dapped each other up in a very hilarious way in one of the preseason games. I saw oh, a clip of it. Oh, do they really? Oh, I don't, that I don't was think the angriest high five and butt tap I've ever seen in my life. I don't think that's the elephant in the room. I think the elephant in the room is it's preseason and Anthony Davis is already out with backs on us. Yeah, oh, it's, it's, he's carrying that oh. chip on his shoulder. Did you see they all had shirts <laughs> made up with chip because they've all got a chip on their shoulder? Oh, I no. mean, they, they are. A laughable, pathetic clown show. And as you pointed out on Twitter, their fans ha- are outdoing the Knicks fans in terms of their, oh, their ludicrous delusion. delusion and sufferability. But, um, the only thing that you'd say in favour of the uh, the Knicks fans being even more crazy is that they're always like that. Yeah, that's you right. know the Lakers fans when they when they were in the middle of their you know playoff missing Kobe years, we weren't hearing anywhere near as much of this sort of shit. Well, the the, the one that got the one that just blew my mind was one of them saying. You know, if DeRozan had had the season he had in Chicago and he'd had it on the Lakers, you know, the Lakers fans would have turned on DeRozan. It's just like, DeRozan had one of the best se- best singular seasons of a player in the NBA ever. Um, him him and Westbrook last season were not even... It was like, you know, the Adelaide 36ers and, <laughs> and I don't know... The Phoenix Suns. <laughs> I, I can't, I can't yeah. even... Oh, just, it just broke my brain. Lakers fans broke yeah. my brain. The well, Lakers will of, be if mm. if things go well, they'll be a five hundred team. Look, but that's that, more yeah. wins than the teams below them will get. Be- because I do believe in voodoo dolls, I'm not going to pick the Kangs here. I'm going to take Portland. I just think Dame's going to have a bounce back year, and I don't think a bounce back year is going to mean he's too old to bounce. They, they're going to have you know be fourth in the in the West, but I think it's good enough to get them over the the Kangs and the Lakers. Um, Who or what are they going to stop? They're going to be the worst defense. Oh, they got a, they got to go way better defense so than they've had for a couple of years. Like at least they've got some guys what, that can Anthony defend. Simons and fucking and and Dame. They're going to be yeah, double turnstile. They got Grant and Josh Hart, and they got some guys that can defend on that side. They've got two enormous holes that you can run straight through yeah. the middle of. Yeah, but we're talking. No, they're, they're going to suck. And, and Johnson Billups is a fucking clown. Well, I'm glad you did that because I had the the, uh, the Kangs next, so I'll take the Kangs because why not? Kangs is a much more defensible pick. Well, I would look at yes, yes, and no because I I still well, do no and no of, technically because they're the Kangs because I believe in the, I, I believe in the magic of Dame, but I also believe in the spirit of the Kangs, and we pick them somewhere around here every year and go, you know, just maybe this year might be the year for the Kangs, and it probably won't be. Um, oh my. Am I reading right here, though? I'm looking at their depth chart just very quickly, and I'm looking at their third, the third. Oh no, the thir- their third, third string th- point guard. Oh. They, they get an extra five wins because they get the deli bump. Oh. 
I regret every, I regret everything. Like, really, do, do, do you know that? up your ankles, folks. An actual scout would watch him play in the Olympics and go, yeah, he could yeah, be out we'll there. Not Dante Exum, we'll have no, that no. guy. No, yeah. they, he's in the, he's in the, what's the guy from Miami? Um, you know, the assistant coach that's on the playing roster, so you can pay them a little bit more than you pay an assistant coach. No, he's the Adonis Hasman. He's the Adonis Hasman of, of, of the Kangs, yeah. They played I don't every- think he's quite got the same they played, institutional fucking board. They played every player on their roster in a preseason game the other day, and Delhi was the only player that didn't score, and he played 12 minutes. So, yeah, 14, 14 minutes, yeah. yeah. I'm just looking at it now. From Dort, from Dort, from Dort. Two rebounds, seven assists. I, I guess the, Deli, re- the reason Delhi's been washed. Delhi is NBL washed. <laughs> yeah, right. like there's no jump. We, we were saying last year that Delhi didn't have a jump shot. God knows what it looks like now. Uh, I mean, he doesn't. He I'm, doesn't have a shot, and he can't jump. He doesn't have either <laughs> of the two requirements. I, I guess the reason I'm picking Portland over the Kings is. I think Dame's better than every player on Dame. on the Kings. Yes, and, that, and, that, and that's what I, that sure. was the yes and no for me. But yeah, that's defensible. I mean, they're they're probably five games five games better than um, the the Kings and and the teams that will. Actually, I actually think there's a pretty steep drop after the Kings into the oh, yes. into oh, the yes. into the tank pool mm. into the into the um, so into the dunk tank. And uh, I get I get to I get, to, the... I get first dip into the dunk tank. See, this is the part where this is. I have to tell full disclosure. When I said I'll go third in the West and therefore mm. first in the East, and then I immediately looked at the bottom of the West and said, "Oh fuck, you get two dips at this." Yeah, you get two of these teams. This is where you're going to lose the comp again. Uh, and but I realized that immediately. That if one of the if the side you pick now makes the play in or something like that, then you probably made more of a gain than anything you've just. No picked. side down here is going to do anything other than. <laughs> it, suck. It, it is irresponsible yeah. for like. I really thought OKC would try really hard to win games this year. It's irresponsible for them to finish outside the bottom four. They have to finish in the bottom four because yeah. why well, are they injured again? Like, isn't um yeah they oh, don't have, they, they remember lost Chet. Chet? He was the guy that everyone was yeah, talking yeah. about before Wimby came along. And that shows you how quickly it can you all go and fucking Shea, pear shaped. Is Shay injured again as well? Or Shay oh, no, no, Alexander is, is injured as well. Yeah. Just in the arc. Yeah, so they're already keep already keeping him out again. Well, I, did I, th- I thought it was an MCL strain or something like that, or was that just? Nah, did, they reckon he'll okay. start. He'll start the season. Okay. Anyway, so which which piece of shit are you fishing out of the toilet? It's all fucking horrible, isn't it? Um, I'll take the Spurs. Hmm, that's who I had. I got nothing positive to say about them. Um, <laughs> and I remember Zach Lowe said they this team could be the worst team in the NBA, and even Pop is talking down there. Over under, so is this but, docs last year? We keep talking about docs doc, last pop. year, but it must happen eventually. It's it? always my last year. Um, pop, um, possibly. It doesn't look like Becky Harmon's coming back after she was like, "Hey, coaching thirty six <laughs> games and enjoying yourself is much much yeah. better than the grind of eighty two games and and being miserable all the time and winning yeah. championships <laughs> and all that sort of stuff." <laughs> that whole interview felt like a massive subtweet of um, of her old boss. <laughs> I think more, <laughs> more, more the NBA. I'm having more a the- great time. Uh, yeah, the Spurs don't have a reason to be any good, um, but neither I've does ne- anybody else. And I feel like they'll I've accidentally win more games. Anybody on that side? I, I feel like well, <laughs> th- their best player is worse than everyone else's best player, except for the fact that the Jazz are going to sell all their best players, so they won't have any. Um, I'm just looking to see who's on the most money. It's Doug McD- when you've got a guy called Doug as your highest paid player. Doug McDermott is their highest paid player at thirteen point seven. Of course, an old white fucking shooter. 
three-point shooter. But yeah, I feel like the Spurs will accidentally win more games than all, all the just because yes. of institutional organization than all the crap around them. But feel free to tell me I'm wrong by picking somebody no, else. No, 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 you're not. <laughs> um, I'll take OKC here because I think um I think they've actually got talented players on their roster. Now, whether Presty lets any of those players play is another question. Yeah. But I think when they do play- They've I definitely got more talent than the Spurs with I, their current lineup. I, I think they've actually got more talent than some of the teams that are going to finish in the play. And the problem is that is that their roster is all talent and no co- no coherence, you know? They don't have the bits that sort of- A bit like our podcast. <laughs> yeah. Don't have the bits that turn it into a- um, into a team, it's just, you know, guys just doing shit. Um, yeah. But some of their players are really, really good. Uh, you know, they probably they probably got a, a, a really good top four and then it just, it's just all prospects after that. So... They've got uh, a top four of prospects, and then they have more prospecty prospects. Yeah, that's right. They're, they're, they're the, they're, they are the team that's three years away from being three years away. They've got that many of yeah, those guys the on Bruno their team. Yeah, they're basketball teams. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's who I will take. Yeah. What about what yeah, about take you? the un- you should take the under uh, on OKC because you can't spell thunder without under. <laughs> that's right. Oh. Thank you very much. Oh. I think that was Trey. Trey, yeah. No, on on, on uh, no dunks and uh, shouts to Lee oh. who's who's packing it in and leaving uh, no dunks to go and do some oh. really ill thought out idiocy that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. But you know, good luck with that. I'm sure it won't work. Oh really? That's that's not a smart what's, move. What's, what's, I haven't listened to no dunks. What's he doing? I <gasps> it's not. He's doing something where he's just going to go around. It's just going to make like a travel series of him going around and pl- playing pickup games in different cities in different countries. Oh, oh, that's a shame. But because uh, he keeps getting all these invitations to come and play pickup games when he's in various towns. Niche. But I think he's forgetting the fact that he gets these because he is he's, on a fucking oh, basketball no. podcast that everybody listens to. And as soon as he's not. People aren't going to fucking invite him to do all this shit anymore. Yeah. Anyway. Mm, yeah. Shame. Here's oh, life. Well. Anyway, um, look, I don't know. Maybe I'll pick the side that might have a memory of winning as opposed to one that hasn't won forever. So I'll pick the Jazz. But it's honestly- I was going like, to say, one of those teams was was a contender more recently. Than well, the they might accidentally win. And win I know, the, win I know some- the Jazz finished first not that long ago, but they were ne- never any chance of winning a title, whereas the Houston Rockets no. should have won a title, yeah. except for missing 27 three-pointers in a row. D- the Jazz might win win a few games before, before uh, you know, they can, all their players get traded. Yeah. They, in, in the, the fire sale period, in the, like the showcasing the, the players to get rid of them sort of uh, approach. So that means I've got the Rockets at 15. Well, I've got a point guard here that uh, he's going cheap. His needs are bad. Ladies and gentlemen, Mike Cotton. $2.50. So I don't don't feel that bad about the Rockets because I feel like they've got, you know, the ceiling for the Rockets I think might be a little bit – it's not a very likely ceiling, but the the ceiling for the Rockets is probably – you know, it's probably no lower than the Spurs. All these – the last four teams – are all going to be as bad as each other, but one of them might randomly get on enough of a streak early in the year to, to go, oh, actually, why don't we have a crack and see what we can do? And that that will eventually make them, you know, it, it will disadvantage them in the tank race. But because the odds are flat for the for the bottom three, they don't have to dislocate something in order to, in order to suck enough to be in the in I, the tank race. I think the thing with the Rockets is, though, is that they're like a bunch of chickens you buy and you throw in the pen for the first time and they're on like crazy, you know, 
all trying to be top chicken. And, you know, it takes a little while for everything to get sorted out and, you know, who rules the roost and who's top, you know, who's top and who gets to, to sit right down the bottom and, and get all the, the crap. And the, the Rockets don't know what that order is yet. You know, they've got a whole bunch of guys that are really talented that are all high draft picks or who are, you know, dream on green types who are low draft picks that think that they should be high draft picks. Yeah, I just don't know. I just think that that's going to sort of get in their own way a little bit. I think they just suck, and that's going to be the problem. We're talking about dog shit, and if any of them win one twenty, they're like this twenty games are good, like overachieving. Yeah, tw- about twenty oh, games really? is around the level that that most most of the teams at the bottom have generally racked up over the uh, over the journey the last couple of years. ES- what did ESPN have them projected at? Twenty six uh... wins for the Rockets and. And thirty four point nine wins for the Jazz. That is yeah, but but a lot of those projections are based on players that aren't there anymore. Kind of thing. So it's kind of yeah, it's it's a little bit. I mean, they're they're all. I think Vegas has has all those bottom four teams between sort of twenty two and twenty four wins. So, and that's you know the people who are trying to make money. uh, That's what they reckon. So I reckon that's about right. Cool. So right, the West. Have a quick break and uh, come back and do the East. Let's do that. Do you want to run through the run through the West first? Oh, yeah, we'll just, just run, run through the, the West before we go. So uh, Bezos picked the Nuggets at one. Uh, Adam has the Warriors at two. I've got the Suns at three. Uh, Bezo the Grizzly at four. Adam the Pels at five. Me the Clippers at six. Adam, uh, sorry, Bezo has the Mavs at seven. Adam has the the Timberwolves at eight. I have the <laughs> Lakers. Lakers. <laughs> That's Hang on. I, I, I need love, to do, I need I to do it in, in the style of the guy who does the voiceovers at, at uh, a Staples Center. Laker girls. Um, <laughs> if, if you ever watch a Lakers game on, on League Pass, the guy who does the voiceovers is fucking just sounds so sex pesty. And particularly when he back announces <laughs> the Laker girls. Um, anyway, I've got the Lakers at nine. Bezo has the um, Blaze Trails of Portland, soon to be of Seattle or somewhere else after that fucking idiot owner sells them. Um, at 10, Kangs, 11, uh, Spurs, 12, Thunder, 13, Jazz, 14, Houston, 15. That's your Western Conference. We'll be back with the East after this message. This message is, I'm going for a beer. Can I, can I tell you something scary? I got every team I wanted there. That's that can't be good. <laughs> that Still getting lubricated by the sounds of it. No, I'm not getting serviced. My uh, local brewery, who the only thing who I because um, I who had their third birthday celebrations today, and I'm boycotting still because they refuse to you know take on the greatest musician who lives within a block of them. Um, 
<laughs> they have now the only thing I drink there because I quite I hate beer, but I like their ginger beer and they have a four point two percent. Drinking their beer, I think they hate beer too. They're terrible at it. <laughs> they now have a eight point four percent ginger beer, which I'm because I quite like their four point two percent, but eight percent ginger beer. Angry ginger. I think they've called it hard ginger beer or their hard ginger beer or something shit like that. I, I'm keen like, to try it just to see how. I hope up Tom Gleeson sues their ass. Yeah, yeah. But um, anyhow, I did see that's their third birthday today, and they're having all sorts of bands and music and all that sort of stuff. Just oh, not you, fuck those guys. What cunts? Yeah, that's right. What I was cunts? up the Gold Coast anyway. Let's stab them. <laughs> that's what's missing. That's what's that's what that, that's the next next escalation of uh, just of green and pool. It's just random stabbing. Yeah. I couldn't think of a better introduction to the Eastern Conference than this. Knife crime. Knife crime! I don't think we can include any of that. No. There's not even a hint of an allegedly. No. Just just out and out threats of knife crime. So who's going first here? The Eastern Conference of the National Basketball Association is, weirdly enough, the power conference of the league now. Um, After all the years of of us binning the fucking joint. (laughs) Uh, Allegedly. It, it has the best teams. <laughs> and the, the teams in the East are going to win more games than the teams in the West. Allegedly. <laughs> is he on Is he on loop? or I don't know. Yeah. Uh, he's been on a loop for it since about April 2015. <laughs> you just poke him and he just says, imagine, and, and words like that. There's a lot of really good teams at the top of the East. Look, that's, that's, yet, to be, that's yet to be proved. Yet to be proved, well, I of believe. Of course. We got, with the fucking moon could fall out of its orbit and crash into Earth. Such as, as as depicted in that documentary. That's what will happen if, if with one game to go. I'm if one game to go. I'm leading this competition. The Earth will fucking fall out of orbit mm. and explode because that's the only way it's going to happen. It can't possibly happen for any other means. But there's there, um, there, there's more. There's, a there's re- probably more teams with flaws in this conference than the Western Conference, and the Western Conference has got question marks everywhere. No, the Western Conference has a whole bunch of teams that that have fallen through the floor. I mean, after, outside, yeah, outside the top true. eight in the in the West, it's it's the, the floor goes mm. goes down several stories to the basement. Um, uh, I don't know whether that's going to be the case this year, but anyway, I, I think the two worst teams in the league are going to come come from the East for a start. But anyway, I don't um, believe that at all. I, I think the um, the the worst teams in the in the East are probably still going to be better than the worst teams in the West. And okay. uh, and the heavy gamblers of Vegas seem to seem to have the same view. Uh, but staying so away the, from that, there's too much fucking tank chat in general. I'm not interested in mm. it. I don't like tanks. They look like a bad place to spend your time. They're hot. Who's going to be the best? Who's going to be the best in this allegedly best conference? Well, they'll be your um, your 2023 champion, Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah, I, I, I yep. think this is the, the only team that I have a uh, large amount of faith in. Even if they coast, they still should. Win the Eastern Conference, I reckon. If they have, it's if they get, um, you know, decent uh, injury luck, they're going to be the best team in the um, in the Eastern Conference. E- even if they kick the clutch in, as we expect the uh, the Clippers to do, uh, they're still going to be, you know, a 50, 55 to sixty win team. I think. Yep. Yes. No. And and Giannis, your MVP in that situation as well, or is he? Well, it, it depends how many yeah. wins uh, Bezos and Nuggets get, and whether whether Jokic again has to kind of drag them along, you know, in case you know another one of his 
his major lieutenants yeah. goes down with an injury because that seems oh, to be unfortunately the on, on the, that happens on the rig up in up in Denver. Yeah, he's busy. Yeah. I think the Nuggets will have to win sixty four games for Jokic to win MVP again. There you go. Yeah. Because they just they it, yeah. Well, not, if they win sixty four games, they'll, he's they'll not going to be the best guy on the team. Be the first seed in the West. No, that 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 won't happen again. Uh, it, they, they hate giving it to someone three years in a row. Really, yeah, really yeah. They'll hate. be that. Yeah, that's why. That that's why I think it's going to be if Luca has the sort of year that I think he's going to have. I just think it's going to be him because he'll be the shiny new thing, or it could be Jar, or it could be Embiid. You know, <laughs> Uh, well, I, th- I think Embiid, he would have to have a, a ridiculous season. But I think th- the thing is that there is gen- there's always narrative involved in this. You know, if if LeBron somehow pulls the Lakers to a four seed, there'll be overwhelming pressure to give him the MVP. Yeah, and he, and he probably he probably should too if they can, if he can get that side well, to a four seed. Yeah, but he's the- got to drag Anthony Davis and and the chip on his shoulder. The other big, the other. <laughs> The other big thing about the the MVP, and I guess it's not really a thing because the MVP is the most valuable player of the regular season, but if you're a team serious about winning a chip, you probably don't want the MVP because if you've got the MVP, he's going to be gassed from going hell for leather for 82 games to try and win the MVP, and that's not conducive to being that great in the finals. I actually think, Giannis being like the fourth best regular season player is probably better for the Bucks than him, you know, dominating playing thirty five minutes a game, eighty two games a year. Like that's just not sustainable. I don't think he's too bothered by that. I think the the main thing nah, that's going to be he's the issue, got his yeah. The main thing that's going to be the issue with the Bucks is is what it always is, which is what uh, what's their second and third the guy going to do here. But I was thinking more well, the coach's inability to do very much. Although he he did improve oh. in recent years in terms of yeah. figuring out. Plans B and C, which were kind of do more of Plan A in a slightly different way, and and their owners are a little bit cheap as well. But they've got Giannis, yeah, and that's going to be enough for a little bit longer, at least yeah, until enough to win the East, your, I think. Your, anyway, your man, at least until Victor Wembanyama turns up, and apparently all he'll win everything in the, for the rest of the history of the universe until the heat death of, of fucking civilization. Unless he goes to the Kangs, in which case he's doomed. Well, that would be interesting. That would be real immovable force versus irresistible object areas, wouldn't it? Can can (laughs) Wemby make the kings, not the kangs? Do you reckon Luca wakes up every day and just gives a little prayer that he didn't go to the Kings? Maybe it was an inside job. Like, yeah, Dallas isn't exactly an exemplary organisation, but bet you, bet you probably wish he wasn't joining the Suns, though. Um... Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, the Suns, well, the, the the Suns sun. are about to be the Suns are about to be in a better, much better place yeah. than they were. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the the Bucks the Bucks will win the best part of sixty games, and uh, and, and we'll be I've, I've got I a funny I've got a funny feeling the NBA is going to do fairly thorough character checks on the next time. I don't think I don't Suns. think they do. I don't think I think the, the character check is going to be: Do you have three billion dollars? Why slash why? Or four four billion dollars probably. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I don't. I think I think it's being drastically overestimated. <laughs> What these things are actually worth? Perhaps, perhaps maybe a harder check than the Essendon Football Club. How about, yeah, how about we go yeah, that? Yeah, I think so they'll probably handed. do a better check than that. That's true. <laughs> who you got, Literally Adam? Literally better than who, nothing. Which one of these flawed sides are you going to take at number two? I'm going to take the side. Remember how I said in the West that I was going to take sides I wanted to watch? I'm going to completely go my, take them back on that and actually go for the side that hurts my eyes to watch. Like seriously hurts my eyes because I just can't stand the court. But the Houston Rockets. I'm, I'm going to whitewash the place and go to Boston. Oh, 
Boston. So Boston is a tricky Boston's a tricky situation because we really don't know how they're going to bounce back. This is kind of a pick yeah. on institutional structure. It's the hope that regardless of the fact that the coach has basically been shit canned for um gross and even more problematic coach. Well, the, the guy being, that's replaced him is even more problematic. Well, I wouldn't say he's more problematic. I mean, he ha- he, he has a, a charge in his past. I, we don't really know what Odoka mm. has done. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go into a. I don't really feel comfortable having no. a problematic yeah. off. It's not great. Um, the dude at least at least has done a bad thing, and you know, puts his hand up and says, "I did a really bad thing, and now I'm an advocate for not doing yeah. the bad thing." Um, whereas it sounds like Odoka's like, you know, what do you mean I can't bang my underlings? What do you mean? I can't be a total creep when they when, when they say no. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. But, but the, the thing with these guys is, I just don't think it's that. I also think it's Jalen Brown might be going. I'm a little bit tired of being, you know, the person that, that yeah, who gets put out in the window every time a superstar player might become available. Maybe and like the thing is, he can actually get a lot more money. The, the Celtics don't have the natural advantage of because they got him on a great deal last time, they don't – he essentially has to go to free agency and he could walk quite easily and probably will. But who um, get back for him then? Like is, is- he'll get, they get no one back. So, so the Celtics would have to trade him within yeah. the year in order to get any kind of value back on him. But they would get some kind of value back on him. It, it is tricky because the ceiling of this team is, is the best team in the East. And, and that's reflected by they are comfortably the highest in the ESPN projections. They and are the probably highest. Probably should have won Vegas last year. Like a two one up. Who, who thought the Warriors were going to win? Uh, no, I don't. I, I, don't I, 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 I just the way the way they played. I thought, well, this is done. Like I honestly couldn't didn't see the Warriors coming back. I think the I think the Warriors are the classic team that 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 figures shit out the more and more they go along. I had I had just the institutional faith of the Warriors just. Well, I, yeah. I did too. Like, at, at nil, nil. They would figure out a way to do it because their best players were better than the opposition. Yeah, at nil-nil, I thought, okay, you know, but just the way they lost those two games, I just went, oh, you know, I mean, it didn't surprise me when it happened, but, you know, in the end, but when it's in the middle of I went, oh, okay. They just seem to, yeah, like you said, they just, I think this team will feel like they missed a, missed a trick and they'll need to climb that mountain. You know, they want to climb that mountain, you know, get back on that horse. If whether they can or not is another thing, but I think they'll be... High. They'll still be a fifty to fifty-five. Yeah. Uh, look, th- th- you, if if the institutional structure wins out, if this coach wins out, if the players do what they're supposed to do, um, having said all that, awful. remember the first half of last year where they absolutely mm. sucked. Oh, I can't see them. And the weird thing is that was around the time where this whole shit was going, like in the background. This is where Adoka was sh- the Adoka shit was actually yeah. happening. So it it is very peculiar timing for that big turnaround they did. I, I don't necessarily um, basically the turn. I don't the necessarily year. think you'd lose the comp here, Adam, because I think that they'll still mm, be thereabouts, yeah. in that four five. Like I, I think if they're not as good as we think, they'll still be in the four five six range. But I well, also if you're going to lose the comp here, Vegas are going to lose a lot of money here, and I don't wow. think Vegas are going to lose a lot of money here. They're over under. They've set their over under around fifty four games. It, it, Weirdly enough, this is the team that has the narrowest gap between what Kevin Pelton calculated for the ESPN projections and what Vegas said as the over under. It is less. It's like point two or something. Point two eight 
difference. Whereas, you know, for some teams, there's as much as 10 games difference between um, the ESPN projections mm. and the Vegas over-unders. But I'm so, glad you, you know, all the money says that this team should be okay, but I'm glad you took you know. them, Adam. Though I, I didn't want to have to have them this year. I just thought there was there was too much going on. I, I didn't know what to think about these guys. I really didn't. Um, I feel like they're probably going to be all right, but I just I just don't know. And it's Boston. I don't want yeah. them to be all right. Yeah, that's how I've thought, thought for the last four years, and look where that got me. Um, I'm going to take the Heat. I, I, I just think won the uh, East last year. A completely unexpected fucking result. Well, and, and the thing is, I, like they paid Hero. Um, evidently, uh, Larry had some personal shit that was really, really impacting him in last year, and and he's also got the fitness rocket and seemed to have improved his conditioning a lot. Um, at least the, you know that's how he looks in the preseason. I, I just don't. I just think that Spolstra's and the and the Miami Mafia is just. They just don't lose crappy games, you know. They don't. They don't seem to go into places and and lose games that they're not supposed to lose. You know, they'll just they'll just. Yeah. It's that Spurs thing, right? The Spurs used to always go and knock over the teams yeah. below them in the league and win enough of their games against teams that were as good of them, and all of a sudden they got fifty five wins, and, and that's what I really think Miami is. Whether or not they've got the talent to go anywhere in the finals is an, is a completely different question, but I think they're good enough for third in the East. Oh, and Jimmy Butler, like, it's, you know, good. Like, genuinely but good. But Jimmy Butler is slowly breaking yeah. down. That, that's one Bam concern. Did, Bam yeah. didn't, and, Bam didn't um, have a particularly awesome year last year, though. Like the, the, so, And no, Hero didn't no, even didn't. have that good a year last year. Like, the, some of their good players didn't no. play that well, and they still topped the East, so... Hero got paid, but I, th- I feel like that's more of an indictment of, of what happened to the rest of the East, with the Nets mm. imploding and the Sixers imploding and the... You know, the Bucks losing yeah, Middleton yeah, and the Celtics right. coming back from a very slow start. So, um, yeah, I mean, the Heat the heat will, will always be there. They'll be a 50-win team, or, or if not, they'll be extremely yeah. close to it. Yeah, I'll, I'll just take, I'll just take the safe the, the fi- the the 50 wins at this at this stage, I think. Yeah, you just bank, the, yeah. bank those points and, and move on with your life. I'm going to take the Sixers at the, the four. Yeah. Um, they have a ceiling where they could be the best team in the East. But, and, and like by a large margin, I could see if Embiid stays healthy and, and Harden's fit, they could they could rampage through the East. They could win sixty games. Absolutely, they could. And they're not the sort of team that will deliberately coast. The only reason they'll be more likely to lose games to injury with because Embiid Embiid inevitably um, you know takes a bunch of games off every year, uh, and because he's required to because his body fucks it, but. Um, this is, I mean, this has to work. If this doesn't work, a lot of people are getting fired or not getting very good contracts after it. So it is, it is one of those cases where, uh, James Harden needs, needs this to work. Jolin Bede needs this to work. Daryl Morey needs this to work. Yeah. Doc Rivers needs this to work. And if it, if it doesn't, if it goes pear shaped early in the season, Doc Rivers will be out in his ass and somebody else will be doing that job. Yeah. Which could actually help them win a championship. It depends whether they're three, one up or down at the time. But, uh, yeah. Um, I mean, I don't, I particularly like or enjoy the 76ers. Uh, they're going to win a, a, a large number of games. and They've actually done some smart things on the fringes, though, too. Like, you know, players like PJ Tucker and J. Anthony and Melton. PJ Tucker was a really good pickup. Really give them a little bit more grunt in the less fancied positions, right? PJ Tucker's not the sort of guy that's going to let anyone sort of mope around the court and be, <laughs> um, you know, he's like your accountability guy. It's 
He's already out there uh, telling Embiid how it is, so I think that yeah. stuff's really, really useful. And and while you can laugh at, at Daryl Morey sort of bringing back the fucking Houston Rockets yeah, All-Stars. Houston East. I mean, that was a that was a good team. It, it liked a few mm. key things, but it never had Joel Embiid on it. So the, the Houston All-Stars with, with Joel Embiid is a, is a really interesting prospect. And Embiid is in a situation where if he genuinely believes he should be MV, MVP, it has to be this year, doesn't it? Yep, because you never want him playing more than 60 games. So, Right. Who do we have at the five? Adam. Remember how I said I was going away from taking teams that I didn't want to win and didn't like watching? I'm, I'm throwing all that out the window. <laughs> because Jeez, I, there's like four teams in that. that <laughs> was no, it I, ever in the window? I think this is the year where all of us have just gone, fuck it, let's just go for the teams with the little win games for us. No, and, and, and you, you hear the exactly I was going to call, this is my fuck it pick for the East, I think. There's probably some others, but this is my main one because this was almost the best story of last year and I want it to be the story of this year despite what they've done and everything. I'm thinking, oh, wow, you're going this team. I'm going to pick the Cavs. Yeah, interesting. I was about to joke and okay. I was literally about to say, oh, you're going to pick the Cavs. I know Donovan Mitchell's a turnstile. Because they- I did not expect you yeah, to yeah. pick the Cavs. Pick now, the Cavs. the Cavs have had a busy offseason with trading for your man from, from Utah. They are trying. Turnstile from Utah. They have a good team. I'm not sure it's a number five team, but they were really good for a lot. of for, Until uh, Ricky uh, Rubio went down with an injury, they were really good last yeah. year. So, you know, they were a good defensive side, so that's sort of not... I know Mitchell's a turnstile, basically, but they were a good defensive side last year until they broke, and I think that's what will get them a long way, especially at five, like, you know, and maybe even a bit higher. But but the, the, the flip side of that is they lost a lot of games where it was close towards the end and Garland was the only person that could create an offense and they just loaded up, the defenses would load up on Garland and they had no other option. And now they've got another option. For, for what, whatever you say about Mitchell, the dude can score in those situations yeah. and has in big games. Um, they offset each other's um, weaknesses, and that that you can't you can kind of make one really 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 good player out of um, out of Mitchell's offensive ability and, and Garland's sort of all round um, the both sides of the ball play. So yeah, fuck it, let's pick the Cavs. Be nice to see them mentioned as a good side without having the asterisk of LeBron next yeah. to their name too. Like I feel like that's and Dan yeah, Gilbert's such a were... lovely man. It's really good to see him succeed. <laughs> <laughs> look, look. If we're gonna start, ta- you know, there are no teams good owners. owners. We'll be there here. Are we'll, we'll, we'll be here all no, night. Everyone who's a billionaire is a piece of shit. We know this. He's a cunt. That's right. We've told you. That if you if you have enough money to be a billionaire, you are a cunt. Yeah. You definitely either inherited that money, which means you've never worked a day in your life, or you got that money by exploiting people because you're a piece of shit. Yeah. Mm. Now it gets interesting. Yeah. Look, this is the pick, I think, that really will determine whether I win this for the third time or (laughs) come last. Um, I mean, yes and no. I mean, none of these picks individually make a huge amount of difference. Well, I, I think there's, there's nothing a we lo- do makes any difference, Bezo. <laughs> That's true. Very nihilistic of you. I, I think this is the team though that has the the lowest floor and the highest ceiling, and that's the Brooklyn Nets. You just bro- you just broke my order, by the way. Like we were we were actually going in the exact order that I had until then. So you weren't far away though. Uh, I just th- th- there is a world where this could go right. And if it goes right, they've got the talent to just win it. They do. 
you know, they've got... But, but like my Lakers of last year, you just don't trust them, do you? Like, not for a minute. No, no but, but the thing is that they've actually got more talent than the Lakers of last year. Like they've got they've the, got the, twice as yeah, much they've talent got, as they've the got, Lakers. They've got pieces. That's right. Like like they've got Kevin Durant. He's really good <laughs> at basketball. They've got Kyrie yeah. Irving. He has shown the ability to be really good at basketball. They've got Ben Simmons, who was a number one pick. That they have and, like more talent than anybody else in the fucking conference at the top three positions. Paddy Mills, a uh, pretty good bloke off the bench, to sort of around the edges too. So I mean, but they're better. But the the front office actually did a really good job of retooling around Durant mm. even though that they even though he was like I don't want to be here and they're like yeah that's nice we're just gonna we're just gonna build a team around you anyway <laughs> yeah. um uh it, look the fact that Simmons has played two games and not broken just even that is encouraging and his defense he, he you know his offense was sketchy as always but does that really matter when you've got Kyrie and Durant no that's right um and the thing about Duran is, I actually think on the floor, like, not not all the subtweeting, you know, online bullshit, but on the floor, I think Duran is actually a really good teammate. Like, some of the stuff in the game, in the preseason game the other day that I watched, um, you know, Simmons missed a couple of really easy shots. And the way that Durant was sort of getting around him and then talking to him on the bench, you know, whether that was about, you know, we've got to get you better spots or we've got to do things differently or whatever, is like a complete different way of Embiid who <laughs> is almost is almost online when he's on the court. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's He's just – Embiid just doesn't strike well, me Embiid as a Embiid was another teammate. child. They were another yeah. online child, whereas – Durant has been in the league for an extremely long time and he knows how to play basketball. He knows how to... And he wants to win. Yeah, that's, like, right. that's, the, yeah. that's the thing about Durant. Durant really does actually want to win a championship when he's playing. Like, I think I think he gets very introspective well, and on You've his- really got a point there because, I mean, Durant, all Durant ever wants to do is to play basketball and have fun, you know, and, and succeed in a basketball court. All Joel yeah. Embiid wants to do is to constantly be an Instagram troll in all aspects of his life. So... I don't expect it to go right, but if it does, yeah, holy yeah, shit, they right. could be good. <laughs> yeah, I, again, this is this is a team with a ridiculously wide series of of potential outcomes, but it should work. But you want good, good value at this yeah, at this stage of the pick, I yeah, reckon. That's right. it, it should work. Uh, I'm going to take the Toronto Raptors of your man Scotty Barnes yeah. at seven, and Nick Nurse. Uh, this is a super institutional pick. Uh, fun fact, in the last 11 seasons, Toronto have hit the over on their Vegas over-under on 10 of them. I think I think the one they didn't hit was the, the year where they were playing in Tampa. Um, but they, they always win more games than people think they, they're going to. They'll probably scare 50, 50 wins again. We compared them previously to the Spurs. They, they will win games. ESPN has them at They're three, very well coached. They're very well run. They've got yeah, lots of I talent. I think ESPN, if I remember, has them at four. I have it at four. Yeah, Pel- Pelton's projections have them has them the fourth best team in the um, – and they, they're bringing in pretty much everyone back. And they've got um, Scotty B- Otto Porter Jr. as well, from, which is a good little so. – yeah, nice oh, little yeah. pickup. Scott, Scotty Barnes might be the most Kawhi-like um, player in terms of, you know, you look at him and you go, oh yeah, he's a he's a you know three and D or he's a this type of player, and then it's like, oh, actually, he can do a lot more. And then the next season, holy shit, he's one of the best defensive, yeah. you know, efficient scorers we've ever seen in the. You know, I, I could really see 
Yeah, I could see Barnes just getting better every year in ways that you would never, you know, he could come back and shoot 42% from three and I wouldn't be surprised because I think he's just that sort of guy. Um, yeah, good, good good value at this at this stage. What value are we getting at the eighth spot there, right? Huh? Mm, now it's getting interesting, isn't it? I well, really- I'd argue it's getting less interesting. Yeah, the team's right. getting worse. Um, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I didn't do a lot of research, I will admit, for this one, but look, it's... Why change the habit of a lifetime? Yeah, that's right. Look, this might be the they can't be that bad again pick, maybe. Oh, yes. I'll take the Hawks. No, that's yep. not who I wanted you that's to take. Cool. It's almost like people don't no, do I what you, you want. I know you wanted me to take, and they are, a lot, they are way down. Way down. So, so what's interesting is that Zach Lowe did a pod with Pelton, and they were talking about the projections that he did and all that sort of stuff, and whether they liked the over/under, and they actually liked the Hawks better than the Cavs. So you've you've almost, in a way, it doesn't really matter that you've got the Hawks at eight and the Cavs at five because you've got both of them. So you know, no, no matter which one's better, you've got them both. I had the Cavs at five and the Hawks at six. Yeah, that's where I, where I had them. So to get them together is nice. The, the thing about the Hawks is. I don't think anyone on the Hawks actually likes Trey Young. <laughs> yeah, but that's like this podcast. <laughs> but we're still here. And if Trey Shake goes 26 a game, you know, then what does it matter? Yeah. Although I'm the one with the bad hair, so I don't, um, really, I don't really think that, that Look, look really Ma- Murray makes them a more functional side. Uh, I Murray! I just... Yeah, they're a better side to, uh, this year than they were at the end of last year in terms of um, their lineup. Twenty twenty eight point four points. That's pretty good. Is a number. Yeah, that's pretty good. I mean, it's, that'd be, have to be up there, surely. Like, I know he didn't have much help, but I just it just felt like they were worse than what they I thought they were going to be last year, and I realise there are reasons for that, but I just don't think they can be that yeah. bad twice. They were so underwhelming last year, mm. and and it never really made any sense as to why. And even just, even for the fifteen shit. games out, you you listen to No Dunks and they're like, "Oh, the Hawks will come back. The Hawks will come back," and they just never did. And I'm just not, not sure yeah. what was going on there. But well, also No Dunks live in Atlanta, so of yeah, course they were trying right. to yeah, cheer, on the, cheer on the home team. But, but still, like it was like there was this expectation that Trey would sort of, I guess, just pick him up and carry them, and he just didn't do it for whatever no reason. Um, and he doesn't do that sort of shit. But it'd be interesting to see whether a bit more. Of that kind of Spurs DNA will improve the place with with Dejounte Murray, because mm-hmm. um, it was a little bit of a Spurs. You know, w- when they were good, uh, there was a bit of a, a bit of a Spurs East feel to them, uh, and that's kind of gone away in the last in the last little while. So, yeah. so anyway, I don't think I'm going to get the teams I want from now on, but we'll see. Well, the problem is if you you put me in a situation where I have to pick one of the sides I do not want to pick, um. Go on. This is a... Go on. No, I'm not going to pick them. I'm not going to pick them. Go on. You know you want to. I'm going to take the Bulls. Oh, Was that who you thought I was going to take, obviously? Well, okay. You can do that if you want. When's when's Lonzo coming back? Ever? Uh, Ever. Ever? Levine's coming off knee surgery. DeRozan's another year older. Vucevic looks washed. Um, they did win forty six games this last year, though. <laughs> I don't know. 
But they did. They did absolutely suck against any team that was any good last a year. A full a full season of Caruso. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm 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 grasping at straws. I really am. Yeah, you're, you're just desperate to not. Th- this is not- this is where I disagree with you, that Doc. I, I think once you hit Atlanta, the the, the East falls off hard. Uh, it falls off, but it doesn't fall off to like twenty wins a game. No, but it falls off earlier, I guess. There's going to be a lot of teams here that are going to win. Th- it's going to be a lot of kind of thirty-five win, thirty-win teams. Yeah. Um, whereas after Sacramento but, but, in the West, it's it the floor just. But drops. this is this is where that this is where the tanking thing becomes really interesting, right? Because if it's if you're Chicago and it's thirty games in and things are looking bad, do you just have a fire sale? Do you sell Levine? Do you sell? Do you sell yeah, but, DeRozan? No, I don't think you do because if there's only two can't miss. No, no, I think well they're they're saying that. Let's say for argument's sake that Scooter's They're saying that the draft this year is like six deep. But they always say that the people who say that are the people who are incentivized to talk about the draft. (laughs) True. What have we learned from this process? It's all bullshit. The three best players in the league are Giannis, Jokic, Jokic. Luca. Were they any in any way rated by these draft fucking Zions? Of course they weren't. Well, I think the the. The highest was four, wasn't it? Luca These was people four. are frauds. The whole industry around talking up fucking prospects is fraudulent. It's bullshit, and we've got to stop fucking giving into these people and buying into their fucking nonsense. Yeah, okay. And only stupid team. If you're if you're a team like Chicago and you buy into the tank and you finish with like the six best odds and you get like you pick like you know you you, you don't improve in the in the lottery. Yeah, well, th- then you're in the the Orlando then zone, aren't you? The the front office gets fired, the coach gets fired, and all the players have been traded for what? You've completely destroyed yourself for nothing. A waste of fucking time. And it's not a fan base that's going to like that. And, and the thing is, the Bulls yeah. did have a little bit of a prospect of su- some success there. I mean, remember the Bulls were, you know, almost leading leading the East there for a little period last year. Yeah, they, they were. I think the first twenty games. I think they yeah. were top of the East. Yeah. Yeah. Until 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 Caruso got. Injured? I think they all they all sequentially went uh, down for a bit. Yeah, it was but like yeah. Caruso and then Lonzo. It's the Lonzo thing that worries me the most because I think I think they really go as he goes. Yeah, he's he's really he's really the, the you know he's the messy who, who sort of stitches it all together. Um, all right. So getting problematic. <laughs> it's problematic. Um, is this me? Uh, yeah, I don't like the Buzz City team enough to not pick the Knicks. So I'll take the Knicks. I just don't think Charlotte are going to win enough games, and that was my other option here. The, the thing that worries me about the Knicks is they're talking Brunson up like he's Luca. <laughs> yeah, but I think and I think he's actually made a difference to the competent. way they play. Those. Yeah, but competent, sure. competent re- replacement-level competence is uh, – all they have to do is be a 500 team, and that's – Maintaining the progress that they've made, uh, and I might—I feel like I've been talked into by the fact that that literally everybody who I've heard talking about the over/unders has said, "Oh no, hit the over on on the Knicks." Zach Lowe said it, Kevin Pelton said it, Lee Tass, Trey, and Skeets on No Dunks all said over on the Knicks. So they'll they'll clearly win like twenty-seven games. I, I could also see this going horribly wrong. Tibbs being fired thirty games in. Well, that sounds like RJ- it would improve it. RJ Barrett pouting through another series uh, season. So you're, you're uh, just you're actually just dreamcasting there. You're you're you're, you're trying <laughs> to wish it into the, into existence. I don't know. That sounds like <laughs> last season to me. Yeah. Well, I'll 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 clean up the I'll clean up all three and I'll take Charlotte. Oh man, 
just a little mellow pig. Oh, yeah, but who else? Yuck. Have they got? Yeah. Like, well, well <laughs> but, but who else is left? I mean, yeah. It's just, I, I just couldn't be. Yeah, I know. I've, I couldn't I've, find anything to grasp onto with the Hornets. I mean, the only thing in, in favour of them is that they're owned by owned by a guy who wins a lot, but he's hadn't won a lot since he's <laughs> run a basketball team. Like the the thing is that I, this is a know, team I could definitely see, you know, cutting its own legs off in order to get into the tank race. Yeah, and, and probably should to try and build something with Lamelo because I just don't think they've got anything else there. Like they've got. They haven't had any of those. Gordon Haywood. Yeah, well, Hay- Haywood looks like he's done, eh? He- he's just yeah, he's cooked. The- the- it- it's they-, they don't have that Grizzlies thing where you know they get a Desmond Bain. They don't seem to be able to get those second round guys that that, that all of a sudden give them way more production than they expected. And the Grizzlies just seem to find guy after guy after guy like that. And the, the Hornets and the co- don't. And the coaching thing was really um, quite sad and depressing, wasn't it? I mean, they, they offered it to, yeah, that, to that's, Alt and that's, Kenny Atkinson. And then Kenny Atkinson kind of went, actually, no, fuck it. I'll just rather just run the second unit here. And, and they, in the end, they just sort of gave it back to the guy that they'd taken it off a few years previous. It's sort of a really – Yeah. It, 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 it felt it's like really a, weird. like a Premier League or, a, or even a championship-level team that was fighting relegation and was just sort of casting around for some sort of firefighter manager just to – just to eke out enough points to to get to forty to avoid to avoid getting relegated, it just just felt like a real real uninspired treading water kind of kind of thing. But I guess from my point of view, the other option was a side that's going to be again relying on Christos Porzingis, and I just don't think that's <laughs> yeah. going to happen. Well, that, that by its very definition is not a thing that that can be done. Yeah. You can't no. rely on Christos Porzingis. Okay, so I'm. I, You're going to rely on Chris Epps-Pazingas? I'm not. No, I, I, I. Yes, I'm going to take Washington, but I actually <laughs> think it's the, um, it's the other pieces of Washington that I'm more interested in. It's the Kuzmas. It's the second tier guys that I think that are turning into solid, reliable basketball players. All the the ex Lakers guys that they traded for Russ. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> the guys you bagged out when they're on the Lakers side. Playing behind LeBron. Well, no, the the guys that were backing up LeBron in that situation won a chip. <laughs> Being role player. No, that was year before. Remember, remember, LeBron did have that one year before with with your Josh Hart's and your your Kuzma's yeah, but, and all those that that group. Yeah, okay. Oh, I just like at the, at this stage of the East, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> There's not a lot of joy to be heard. No. Yeah, so like. Uh, uh, they could come dead last, and Bradley, but I, that's the thing is they won't they, come dead last. They, <laughs> they won't come dead last. They, they've got Brad, they've got Bradley Beal. It's very very unlikely that he's going to get traded this season. He, surely he can drag them to thirty five wins. And that's, if they do, they'll they'll hit the under for the year. <laughs> well, but that's what like what am I picking them at twelve? Yeah. Yeah. They so, were over five hundred for half a season last year. They had a mini, yeah. a mini run where they were really, really decent. They were a decent basketball team, and they, and you know the year before they had that run where where with Russ they they were decent then as well. So, um, yeah. What can you say about the Wizards apart from they're a basketball team with a stupid name? I'm going to take out of the absolute fishing in the portaloo of life at the bottom of the East. I might take the Orlando Magic just because yeah. good, the other good. three, the, the bottom three teams here in the, in the East, the, the Pacers, the Magic, and the Pistons, these guys are going to be the um, the tank race 
in the East. There's a clear step down in terms of projections and in terms of over-under. I just feel that the magic out of these teams is maybe the least likely to go back in the, into the into the, the pot for another tank because they've already got their Benchero. Um They're more likely to actually just, just think, well, let, let's just get on with it and see what we've got rather than going back for a, a crack at, at, at your boy Wemby. Having said that, I'm sure they will if, if the opportunity is there. And they're not that far removed from a team that was a, a top eight team. Mm. They, not a lot of enthusiasm. They have a lot of potential. Like, Fultz had a good end to the year. Um, mm. they, they've just got so many things that they could possibly do. Um, Do you know Isaac might play basketball one day rather than standing around being a conservative talking point? Well, that that or you could or you could trade him to someone that's looking for a defensive piece, right? You know, mm. Golden State could trade Isaac for Draymond. Um, <laughs> yeah, Jonathan Isaac's going to go really well in, in yeah, uh, that's maybe a bit, progressive maybe bastion uh, of the world, um, San Francisco. But I, I don't know. Orlando seem like they have a lot of a, a lot of ways that they could go you know they don't seem like charlotte just looks like it's it's got one way it can go and that's try and get another draft pick um whereas orlando is like you know well they they've got pieces that they could trade they could try and build different ways they could do different things um i'm just a lot more hopeful about them than pretty much you know washington the hornets the knicks (laughs) All of those teams, I just think Orlando has way more upside and way more flexibility and way more ways that they could get better. Well, you can't have them because I've got them. Adam, who are you picking second to last in the East? Oh, I mean, any, many, mighty Pistons. Damn it. I wanted the Pistons. Yeah, I think the Pistons are the better choice there. I mean, part of that is because the Pacers have the look of a team that is definitely going to fire sale everybody and... And and that's reflected in in you know all the all of the narrative around the team. Um, it, I mean, Vegas has their win projections the lowest in the East by quite a way because they're presuming they're going to basically tear down a tank. Uh, whereas the Pistons already have a lot of the parts that they want to go forward with with Cade Cunningham. Well, yeah, well, then that's pretty much it, isn't it? It's it's it's, it's banking that he has. He makes another leap and maybe that's enough to, to get them. Yep. 30 wins, I don't know. Yeah. My, my only hope with the Pacers is that Halliburton just goes, F you, I'm good enough that I'm going to win this 30 games. Um, because he seems, to have, he seems to have a bit of that um, attitude in him, but then he might win 15 games and they could shut him down. So, Yeah, I think there might be a bit more of that. Yeah, The Pacers are a team that needs that extra pick to put around their other guys, so... Or put around Matherin and Halliburton. So that is the East. Uh, in order, we have the Bucks, who I picked, the Celtics, the Heat, who Bezo picked, the Sixers, the Cavs, the Nets, the Raptors, and the Hawks. Uh, and that would make up the traditional top eight. The Bulls, the Knicks, the Hornets, the Wizards, the Magic, the Pistons, and the Pacers. I think, as we said before, I think it's one of those years where you just, you, you, it's going to take. 40 games, and even then, like as I said, 40 games in Boston were asked backwards last year to figure out where the hell it's coming from. It, it 95% of people would just look at the Bucks and go, well, there it is. But the West, yeah, maybe. Don't know. You know. And if the Nets, like you say, if the Nets have are good, then they're going to be really good. If the 76ers are good, they're going to be really, really good. Like 
who knows? I think it's that, really that's why they play the games. Yeah, uh, the, the the difference between the conferences, right, is I could see the playing in the in the West being an absolute bloodbath, and I could see seven and eight just absolutely stomping on nine and ten in the in the East. Like you know, Charlotte at ten. <laughs> uh, yeah, the nine ten are, are probably going to be too. Well, I think there will be a team out of that Bulls, Knicks, Hornets, Wizards who overperforms. Yep. Um, and it could be the Wizards because the Wizards what won't have any reason to suck apart from the, their inherent suck. <laughs> who who has the best player out of those teams? Is it DeRozan or is it Beal? Depends. Depends whether Beal depends what kind of Beal you get. Yeah, Beal three years ago great. for sure, but. He's he's been a well, bit DeRozan up and down. DeRozan three years ago as well. I mean, it's well DeRozan last. If it was DeRozan last year versus Beal last year, it's not even a competition. DeRozan or was, is it Paolo Banchero making a leap? That, <laughs> I that's mean, a, that's the thing. Like, is it Halliburton or Banchero or Kate Cunningham just absolutely going Jar Morant and blowing up second year? And see, one of those teams I've got making more hope a charge. For the bottom of the that's why I've got more hope for the bottom of the East because you don't. I don't really feel that way about the Jazz or the Rockets. Mm. The rocket, yeah, the rockets seem too young. Well, the Spurs, the, the, the OKC mean, we, we were the, the side, uh, the side that could have done that because they had. Well, we know they have the talent to do it to do that, but we know yeah. they also don't have the institutional buy-in to do that. Like that, that's not a thing that they want to do. No, and they're going to be doing everything in their power not to do that. So it's done. It's it done. Set. Yep, that's it for another year. And let the games begin. The games begin the middle of the week after next. Around the 19th Australian time, I think. It's been nice knowing you two anyway. I'll see you, uh, see you next year. Um, that's that's <laughs> what my involvement is. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know, Adam. The, the doc might want to talk golf and tennis again this year. <sighs> hey, look, look at the reviews we got, hey? That's, look at the reviews. <laughs> Unsolicited and everything. It's the best 150 bucks I ever spent. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. I'll catch you on the flip side. Cheers, guys. See ya. Allegedly.